read an article this morning that I really liked, uh, written by Michael Hyatt. Uh, doesn't have a date on this, but uh, February 2020. Yeah, so recently. Uh, here's the article. Why vision is more important than strategy. And one thing, just as a side note, one thing I love about this article, it isn't high-level fluffy stuff. Uh, Michael shares exact vision statements that he wrote uh, for his previous company, Thomas Nelson, uh, a few years ago. So anyway, I'll read that in a second. Here we go. Vision and strategy are both important, but there's a priority to them. Vision always comes first. Always, if you have a clear vision, you will eventually attract the right strategy. If you don't have a clear vision, no strategy will save you. I've seen this over and over again in my professional and personal life. Once I got clear on what I wanted, the how almost took care of itself. Let me give you an example. In July of 2020, my boss suddenly resigned. I was already the associate publisher of the division, the second in command. With his departure, I was asked to take his job. I became the publisher of Nelson Books, one of the trade book divisions of Thomas Nelson. I knew our division was in bad shape, but I didn't know how bad things really were until I became the publisher. I took a deep breath and began to assess reality. Here's what I found. We were the least profitable division of 14 in the company. We had actually lost money the previous year. People in other divisions were mumbling about our performance and how we had drugged the whole company down. Revenue growth had been basically flat for three years. In addition, we had just lost our single biggest author to a uh, competing publishing company. This made revenue growth going forward even less likely. As a percentage of revenue, inventory and royalty advances were the highest in the company. In other words, we were the least efficient users of working capital. We were consuming enormous corporate resources and providing virtually no return to our shareholders. We were publishing about 125 new titles a year with 10 people. Everyone was overworked and the quality of our output showed it. We simply had too much to do. Honestly, things could not have been worse. However, as the new divisional executive, I recognized that things could not have been better for me. This was a great career opportunity. If I turned the division around, I would be a hero. If I didn't, that'd be okay too. After all, the division was a mess when I inherited it. I couldn't lose. The first thing I did was to go off on a private retreat. Side note, I love that being the first thing to stop and get space to, to think and reflect. I had one objective in mind. I wanted to get crystal clear on my vision. What did I want to see happen? What would the division look like in three years? I didn't care about strategy. I was only concerned with a vision. Through the years, I had learned that if you think about the strategy, the how, too early, it will actually inhibit your vision, the what, and block you from thinking as big as you need to think. I'm going to reread that sentence because that was really good and probably my number one takeaway from this article. Through the years, I had learned that if you think about the strategy, the how, too early, it will actually inhibit your vision, the what, and block you from thinking as big as you need to think. What you need is a vision that is so big that it is compelling, not only to others, but to you. If it's not compelling, you won't have the motivation to stay the course and you won't be able to recruit others to help you. For example, if I had been start over. For example, if I'd been strategic before I was visionary, I might have said, well, I don't see how you can accomplish much. The situation is, is dire. We don't have many resources to work with. Let's just try to break even the next year. Maybe we can reduce our working capital some by selling off a obsolete inventory, and maybe we can sign a few new authors and get a little revenue growth. Do you think anyone would have gotten excited about this? Would this vision have attracted the right authors? Would it have retained the right employees? Would it have had secured additional corporate resources? I don't think so. 
The problem is that people get stuck on the how. They don't see how they could accomplish more, so they throttle their vision back, convincing themselves that, that it must be realistic, and what they expected becomes the new reality. This is simply faith applied negatively. I didn't take this approach. Instead, I developed a vision statement that I found compelling. If I couldn't get excited about it, I couldn't sell it to others. Instead, I gave myself permission to envision the perfect future. Here is what I wrote down. And by the way, I would encourage you to Google this article. It's just why vision is more important than strategy by Michael Hyatt, or you can go to their blog and pull it up. So this next section is in a gray box, and it is the vision statement that Michael wrote for Nelson Books when he inherited this division. All right, so here's the vision statement. There's 10 points. Nelson Books is the world's largest and most respected provider of inspirational books. Point one, we have 10 franchise authors who knew, whose new books sell at least 100,000 copies in the first 12 months. We have 10 emerging authors whose new books sell at least 50,000 copies in the first 12 months. We are publishing 60 new titles a year. Authors are soliciting other authors on our behalf because they are so excited to be working with us. The top agents routinely bring us their best authors and proposals because of our reputation for success. We place at least four books a year on the New York Times bestsellers list. We consistently have more books on the Christian bestsellers list than our competitors. We consistently exceed our budget in revenue and margin contribution. Our employees consistently max out their bonus plans. We're the fastest growing and most profitable division in our company. Once I had this on paper, I came back to the office and called a meeting with my entire staff. I reviewed our current reality. I was brutally honest. The situation was dire and I didn't pull any punches. I then shared the new reality, the vision, and described it in as much detail as I could. I was genuinely enthusiastic and committed. Because I found the vision compelling, most of them did too. Some were slow to get on board, but in the end, even the most reluctant ones came around. I personally read through this vision daily. I prayed over every part. I asked God to guide us. Little by little, we brought, little by little, he brought us the strategy and the resources. However, I spent way more time, probably 10 to 1, focused on the what rather than the how. When people would ask, how in the world are you going to accomplish this? I would just smile and say, I'm not sure, but I'm confident it's going to happen. Just watch. And guess what? It happened. I thought my initial vision would take at least three years to accomplish. Amazingly, we had an almost complete turnaround in 18 months. We exceeded almost every aspect of our vision. Over the next six years, Nelson Books was consistently the fastest growing, most profitable division of Thomas Nelson. It had one bestseller after another. It was home to almost all of our company's bestselling authors during that time. This didn't happen because we had a great business strategy. It happened because we had a clear vision of what we wanted to achieve. That's where it started, and that's where you have to start if you want to experience a different reality than the one you have now. You have to get clear on what you want. Everything begins with vision. Absolutely love it. Highly encourage you. Go Google uh, why vision is more important than strategy. Read this article for yourself. Um, I was trying to find the key takeaway line. Yeah, you have to get clear on the what before the how. And fast-forwarding, to the what you're going to or how you're going to execute on the vision before you set the vision is a typical mistake that I've made in the past and that Michael calls out in this article. I uh, love seeing the specifics that Michael laid out in the vision statement for Nelson Books. It's really cool to have one. I, I would love to do this. I have a, a version of this for our company, but I'd love to do it in this format. Uh, it's really good. So if you have a vision statement, if you ever spent time to do this, would love to hear from you on how this has helped you get clear on your how by getting clear on the what first.